this bizarre world i am jordan and today i have a guest that's never on the show before hello my name's sir pierce <laughs> your name's sir <laughs> oh, i said pierce i didn't say sir my name's sir uh, come pierce. pierce is on the show today because zara unfortunately can't be here and pierce has an interest in science and space yeah 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 we talk about it quite a bit don't we Every yeah. Now and again. yeah yeah so this year marks 50 years of the moon landing and with the moon landing comes a lot of interesting stories and facts around it do you know much about it um only the only the like main things you know like it was 50 years ago now uh a lot of people think we didn't really go there was actually three guys involved wasn't there it wasn't there wasn't two yeah can you name them all uh, well there's there's Buzz Aldrin. I think that's the only one I can remember. One guy stayed on the ship though, didn't he? On the sh- on the shuttle uh, before they. Um... You could only remember Buzz Aldrin. I can't remember, but they, they, uh, Neil Armstrong. Oh, what am I <laughs> getting say. at? Yeah, yeah. I can't remember the third guy though. Bless Michael him. Collins. Yeah, he pulled the short straw, didn't he? Yeah. He did. But you know, he took one of the most memorable pictures in history. What was it? Because he took a photo of everybody all in one picture, even Neil and Buzz, except for him. And that was the first ever photo to do that. Oh. That's really sad, I don't isn't know it? I've seen that photo. That photo. Yeah. I'll show He's you. He's the it. literal third wheel, isn't he? No. It's called Earthright. He's the literal third wheel. What was that? What was that astronaut guy? Anyway, um, the, the modern astronaut. Do you know the one I mean? He's the like, British he, one. Yeah, he's Tim been Peak. playing. No, is it Tim? No, 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 no. The guy he's all, he's got a YouTube channel and he play he was playing like David Bowie in space and stuff like that. And he has like he tells you facts about space. No. No. Well, he, I watched a YouTube video of him not long ago, and it was like he, he was showing off the, the, his first ever selfie in space. It was like a bunch of them all in a shuttle, and I thought that was cool. Is that actually astronaut? Yeah, yeah. Hold on, let me find out his name. Let me find out his name. Chris Chris Hadfield. Hadfield. I might be. Yeah, Hadfield. Yeah, Chris Hadfield. He's actually the mustache Lester. guy. Yeah. Is he Lester? Yeah. No way. He's in. He's doing a speak tonight at Is the it? National yeah. Space Centre. Um. So a little bit of science. Not a bit of science. A little bit of history for you. Don't read this. Uh-huh. July 16th, 1969, three astronauts, Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin, and Michael Collins, third wheel, yeah. <laughs> boarded the Saturn V and embarked on a three day journey to the moon. It was an eight day trip all round. And on July 20th, Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin began their two hour descent on the moon while our mate Michael Collins sat back and watched. <laughs> sat back and watched. He was actually orbiting the moon and he orbited the moon for 21 hours straight, so. Maybe a bit dizzy there. Uh, his job was to take photos, and he was the like the third wheel in communication. Yeah, yeah. So he would speak to the astronauts, and that's how they'd communicate back to mission control. Neil and Buzz had a two-hour descent to the moon. Um, Buzz was originally supposed to be the first man on the moon, so imagine how bitter he was when Neil decided to take command and take the first steps on the moon. Did he decide that last minute? Yeah. Neil which, which one actually said the quote? Um, Neil. Neil said the quote. Yeah. And he was the first one on the moon. Yeah. Yes, he was the first one on the moon. But they already had the equipment set up at that point for him to record him saying that. What do you mean? Like, because he was a film stepping off, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. No, it wasn't set up. It was was attached to the. Oh, was it actually attached to the shuttle? Yeah. Ah, Well, the shuttle was called the Lunar Limb. It's a very American name. It's called the Lunar Limb Lunar Module Eagle. The Lem. The Lem? Yeah. What do I, you think mean? That, I think that's what I've been. The war, what's that again? The lunar limb, lunar, lunar limb. module, eagle. Oh, I've heard it being referred to as the lem. Maybe I got that wrong. The lem. The Maybe that's the American accent. No, 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 no. It was like the abbreviated version. I think it was the lem. Fucking hell. How many wrong. names has it got? <laughs> <laughs> um, they spent two hours and a half on the moon exploring and gathering materials. 
but they didn't head home straight after that. They spent a further 21 hours on the surface aboard the lunar module and they were having phone calls. They were being televised. It was pretty much a media storm. Phone calls? Yeah. Like, what do you mean? Like, with mission control or, like, literal? With the president. I'll get more to that later on. And their wives and their kids. Wow. Um, Do you know much about Neil Armstrong as a person? No, not really looked into it. There's a film called The First Man. I remember talking about this before. So good. I've not seen it. He's a, well, to be honest, he's kind of a dick to his family, but it was a a true gent to his job. Mm. And he didn't call his family. When he was on the moon, he was the only astronaut that didn't do it. Well, there's only two of them on there, but Michael Collins called his family and Buzz Aldrin did. But Neil didn't. Why not? Because he's a dick. No, he just didn't feel like it. He was saving money. (laughs) He's having them long distance calls. Uh, So 600 million people were watching. Were you? No, it's 50 years ago. (laughs) I'm not quite old, fucking hell. And because of this many people were watching, if you think about it, it was the biggest thing on the planet. Everybody in the world was watching it. People that had TV, people were listening, people were going to their neighbours' houses and watching it. It It was a massive thing. And obviously from this, people started believing... Is this real? Can, mm. How did we do this? And uh, is this a plan? Was it all conspired by the American government? So I, I think that's pretty crazy because when the the conspiracy behind uh, the moon landing is actually so big now, it's almost a part of it. It's it's literally directly connected yeah. to it, um, which is pretty mad. Like I'm not a flat Earth believer or anything, but like flat Earth never really crosses my mind. It's only when the media blows it up. I've you know never even I mean? looked into flat yeah, Earth. Yeah, exactly. But like. Uh, yeah, you don't you don't care about. It. There's a lot of theories out there that you just oh, bogus. You just don't you don't care about. But the moon landing uh, theory, um, well, conspiracy. Sorry, is they're almost directly connected. Like you can't really speak about the moon landing without someone bringing up well, didn't happen or was it even real? You know yeah, what I mean? yeah. So I know. that's pretty. It's pretty crazy. Researching this story, it's obviously just googling moon landing fifty years. All the top stories that I'm seeing are: was it a hoax? Why do people still believe it's a conspiracy? Is it conspiracy? Blah blah blah. Mm. So. Yeah, I think this the conspiracy is probably almost as famous as the actual thing itself. Yeah, and that's that's pretty pretty mad, especially if it, if it is real. Um, it would wind up the astronauts who did it. I can, yeah. But I don't want to know if you think it's real yet. Okay. Save that till the end. All right. All right. So, why do you think it would have been a hoax? Why do you think that people think this? Uh, because it was something that was never really achieved at the time, and with the technology that they had, uh, you can under. It's difficult to comprehend how they managed to do that. I mean, you hear all this this mm-hmm. stuff about uh, how this our, our mobile phones are basically more powerful than the uh, equipment that they used to send these people to the moon. So it's a bit like, how the hell would they, they like even manage to do that? Yeah, yeah. It, it is quite easy to list off a bunch of way like reasons why it's not possible, but. Um, at the same time, probably a lot of hard work went into making it possible as well. So, I don't know. I was reading yeah. up that a Casio pocket watch was more advanced at doing its job than the equipment that took them to space. I don't even know space. what that is. What is, what is that? A What's Casio it? calculator. Oh, a calculator. Did I say calculator you, you or watch? Pocket watch. Was pocket watch. Was Casio is a watch brand as well. <laughs> Casio pocket calculator. <laughs> yeah. um, you haven't listened to the first episode because you're a newbie. Yeah. But for those of you who did... Uh, then you might know what I'm talking about. For those of you who didn't, go back and listen to it. So the first episode I did is I spoke about the Russian cosmonauts. So in the 60s, Kennedy and the USSR had this um, agreement of let's see who goes to 
space first, the space race. Mm -hmm. And this was going on behind the scenes of the Cold War. So the Soviets and America were kind of against each other, as they still are now. There's a natural pissing contest going on. (laughs) A natural what? Pissing contest. Natural pissing contest. Yeah, like, that's that's what you get in it. Like, you can piss the furthest. Oh, my God. That's such a boy's thing. Yeah, but it is what was basically (laughs) happening. They were the first to get to the moon, isn't it? It is. Who's the Um, champ? (laughs) <laughs> so the Apollo missions, which is obviously what they're all called, um, they all happened during a really volatile time and it was in the height of the Cold War. The USSR were actually in the lead at the time. So from the first episode, I spoke about Yuri Gagarin. And do you know who he is? No, I don't. He was the first man in space. Oh, wow. And that was a massive achievement What, what nationality them. was he? He was Russian. He was Russian. And he was in there for like, I think it was like an hour and a half or something. Hmm. And it was the biggest achievement because other than that, it was just animals. And then every person that they put in there had died and finally done it. They were in the lead. You know, they were obviously more more smarter than the Americans. And the biggest issue for them was who can make a nuclear weapon the quickest. Mm. And this is what the space race was kind of happening behind the scenes. Like, who's the most advanced to make it first? So the USA needed to show an arm of strength to the Soviet Union. So this is when Kennedy said that very famous scene of... You know, they went to space, but we're going to put a man on the moon. Did you like that? Yeah. <laughs> I might just good, put that in there. It's a good impression. Okay. <laughs> no, it's so shit. <laughs> um, and in 1961, Kennedy made this announcement, and he said, within the decade, we will do it. And they did. But it wasn't so easy and so simple as you thought it would be. So like the cosmonauts, the cosmonauts had so much failure before they put Yuri Gagarin in space and they were obviously still aiming for the moon and they were aiming for the moon from 61 obviously up until the Americans got there first and they lied through their teeth about who died, who survived and things that didn't happen and it was just it was just a mess. Um and it actually happened with America as well. Um so the Apollo missions, you know much about them bar you know all the aliens and stuff. I don't really know. I'm, I'm not. I'm not big on my uh, USA space history. So, but what country are you? I'm from the Bigger. UK. Do we have a space history? Well, somewhat. Well, we've got the Leicester Space Centre. That's, <laughs> that's all I really know. So we, I know we have been space. We're just talking about that Chris Hadfield guy, weren't we? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but he's not English, isn't he? No. Oh, you're with Tom Peake. You're on about him. You Tim literally Peake. said he was in Leicester. Like, Tim Peake. Chris Hadfield is in Leicester right oh, now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's visiting because of the, yeah. because of the recent... Well, not the recent... <laughs> the UK doesn't really like have that. any space history. Oh, That's yeah. why Tim Peake's so famous, because he's our first... Yeah. You didn't know that. No, I, I didn't. I, I'm sure I did. I think I remember being uh, in school, and there was a big deal about it. But it's quite bizarre, actually, because uh, I'm fascinated by space and stuff like that. But... Um, I don't really have much knowledge of what we've done with space. Like, yeah. I, I, I'm, I like more the theoretical side of it, like what's actually out there, um, more so than what's close on our doorstep. And I consider like the moon and that close on our doorstep, but maybe that's me being a bit. Well, so it's yeah. not that adventurous to go and see. I mean, it's the most foreign place we could probably go, the moon. (laughs) But apart from the next one on and the next one on, but. Well, I think you know, there's parts of the world that are pretty foreign that I wouldn't want to go to. That you wouldn't want to go to. I'd go to the moon if I could. Would you live on the moon? No, I wouldn't live on the moon. I wouldn't last very long. I'd have to have a McDonald's before I came (laughs) (laughs) out. And then we died walking up the stairs. (laughs) So the first mission um, after the announcement of going to the moon was called AS-103. And that was three astronauts called Gus Grissom, Edward White and Roger B. Chafe. 
Chafei, Chafe, I don't know how to say that. And they boarded the Saturn One, which was a rocket, and they intended to be the first men to orbit the moon. And they did no test runs before this. They were just, we've got a rocket, and we're going to go to the moon. Wow. Yep. Obviously something went wrong, and they died um, due to a a fire and an explosion in the rocket. How ballsy you got to be to just... Just go with it, you know what I mean? I don't understand how the wives of these men are like, oh, okay, see you later. Uh, well, I can understand like them being talked into it. Like The the people who went were probably like, oh, it's all fine or whatever, you know what I mean? Like they're, 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 It's quite easy to convince someone you've got this in hand. But like, how it's... I don't know, to, to just get in a rocket knowing there's... A, well, actually, did they know there was any test runs or not? Like, obviously, you said there weren't, but were they, they aware of that? They, they were doing the standard astronaut tests, hmm. but they weren't in space. A lot, so... Um, no, yeah, but it's not... I'm, I'm assuming it's not the astronaut's fault that this went wrong. Uh, no. It's the, it's the uh, oh, yeah, equipment's it's, fault. Yeah. Yeah, but... So are you suggesting that they didn't test the equipment that they were yeah. sent up in? Yeah, 100%. So were the astronauts aware that... Probably, they, but I don't know. There must have been something more in it for them. So like, I'm taking this directly from the film The First Man now. Mm. They're all in like a community of astronauts' wives, similar to military wives. And a lot, something I'll speak about later on with the actual employees that they hire at NASA, they have no qualifications whatsoever. That's a bus if you could hear that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they literally just pluck people from the street. Neil Armstrong... I mean, obviously the film's about him. He was monitoring the Earth's atmosphere and he was a pilot. And a lot of these men were pilots, the astronauts were, but the people actually developing the software and the construction were nobodies. Um, What point am I getting to? Yeah, (laughs) it's crazy. And these men um, in the film, they're all all referenced in it. I think Gus was like one of Neil's closest friends. And... um, they lit, all of them are literally just dying like one by one and it's it's like a montage of women moving out of the houses because astronauts are dying why, why do you think they got these random people do you think it was out of desperation that they just needed the manpower to get this stuff done well, not even that but it was never done before so you wouldn't have to have experience if it was never done before yeah but surely you want the, if you're in a like I say you're in this race against the, the, the Russians or whatever surely you want the best people for the job on this you don't want to just yeah but this job anyone. has never been done so how do you know who's the best yeah, but I can tell you right now, just grabbing some random person off the street, he's not going to be a rocket scientist. Unless he hit the jackpot, you know but what I mean? Maybe, maybe, he is. maybe he just rolls yeah. out his qualifications. Like, that's what that, on the man. Yeah, <laughs> that's what they did. And like later on, like you'll, you'll know that they had no like confidence in any of their work, and they kind of just flung everything together. This is why people think it's fake. Duh. Mm. So crazy. Yeah. Um, so... In respect to the astronauts that died, they renamed all of the mission, uh, all of the missions, the Apollo missions, and the, in total there were seventeen. <clears throat> um, I'm just going to briefly run over two, three, and four. Never existed. We don't know why. There's no history of them. They just didn't happen. Mm. Something clearly happened there. Interesting. In my opinion, yeah. And Apollo five onwards were preparation for Neil's team, and their team was called the Eagle to go to the moon um, each flight let's call it that went into space was a little push further and further where, where, like how far can we go does this succeed yes it does they reckon that seven and eight because they um they actually like exploded in space and they said that they were unmanned mm. I don't think they were 
but you know but it was always planned that apollo 11 will be the first men on the moon and so they were apollo 10 came 15 kilometers away from landing on the moon but they were just testing the lunar module so yes mm. that's a little brief issue about apollo yeah it's pretty interesting that you're on about them exploding do they do they, do they explode actually in space yeah so apollo 7's oxygen tank blew up mm. In space, so you know that's probably still drifting in there. And then Apollo Eight was carrying half of a lunar module, and that disembarked. And thingy, what's it called? Like space air? <laughs> what's it called? Atmosphere? Yeah, the atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah, I assume it, that's what you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> like it, it entered the the spacecraft yeah. and it didn't it, work anymore. I was just thinking about it though, because I was um, I was looking into this. It's it's pretty mad that we've only been doing this um, really for fifty years, mm. uh, and we're already so technically we're only really at the start of our journey into exploring space. So mm. fifty years ago, it started with the moon, and we're now there's talks about us going to Mars and stuff like that. There's these people that want to dedicate their lives to visiting Mars. So really, we're only at the start of this, but we're already creating ourselves a huge problem, and that's with. Um, there's with these explosions and stuff that are happening in space it's leaving behind um material in space which doesn't sound too bad it's just bits and bobs floating around in a massive void of nothing but in the long scheme of things we're probably creating a prison for ourselves because these we've got satellites that go around the earth yeah and these tiny bits of material this is already to some extent started happening these tiny bits of material, um, they're actually moving very quickly, so fast that it can it's like a bullet going into these like satellites and stuff. If it hits these, you get this effect that's almost like a shotgun blast. So it hits, it hits a satellite, uh, the satellite will then um, fall to pieces, uh, and then that will create almost like a shotgun blast of more material, which right. will move on, hit the next satellite, hit the next satellite, hit the next satellite, and eventually you're just going to end up with this wall of material that's just flying in um, low Earth orbit. So that means it's essentially falling forever. It's just going around us and around us and around us. And um, eventually it's going to get to the point where you, we won't even be able to leave Earth because there's just so much crap just in just in space, just all these little material and stuff like that. Just from satellites and yeah, yeah. debris. Yeah, yeah. So all these missions that we're doing um, where the the majority of space shuttles actually made up of like fuel canisters. Yeah. Just to get us into, just to get out of the atmosphere, and then when they drop off, most of the time they fall back into Earth and they, um, what's the word? Like they combust, they they burn up as they fall back down, and then they eventually collected. Um, but some of them actually stay stuck within the low Earth orbit, and these material, these like some of them are huge, whereas some of them are really small. And to be honest, it's the small pieces which are actually the most dangerous because they're moving the fastest. Mm. And they're also, because there's so many of them, they're the ones colliding with all the objects that are already in space. And yeah, it's so, It's like a domino effect. It, and th some people reckon it's already started. So in the last few years, we've lost uh, five satellites. But the, the way the way it essentially works is we, we can't tell if it's already happening. So we'd have lost one satellite 10 years ago. Five years ago, we'd have lost... 10 and then maybe this year we realize we've actually lost 20 then it'll be 40 then it'll go up and up and up and then before we know it you won't even, we're at the start of our we're at the start of exploring space but we won't even be able to leave earth anymore because it's, it'll be physically almost physically impossible because of all the debris just flying around so we're essentially Jeez. creating a prison for ourselves yeah. will that not block out light though no 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 because we're not talking like i said we're not talking um like oh. massive pieces everywhere it's not going to be like a smog 
It's like just these tiny little bits of material. That could be like bullets. Yeah, 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 yeah. Almost like pieces of uh, cardboard or whatever. You know what I mean? It's not cardboard. It's, it's metal. But like, you know, you know what I mean? Like you, you put something through a shredder. Like just bits like that. But they're moving that fast. If it hits one of these uh, satellites or something, it can cause a lot of damage. And all it takes is a, um, one of the solar panels to break off. And then that's now a piece of debris flying through space that's going to crash into something else. So um, we're shooting ourselves Shit. in the foot a bit. There's technology being made to hopefully solve the thing. Um, the, the space planet. dumpsters. Space dumpsters, yeah. One of them is actually like a giant net that's going to go around grabbing things. But that doesn't fix... But, like, then, the, but where's that going to go? I don't know. To Earth? Yeah, bring it back down to Earth, I guess. But well, the other one's lasers and they'll, they'll shoot all the little bits. But it's not really a problem yeah. yet, but it's definitely a problem that's coming. But yeah, it's, it's quite... It's quite a problem to add to the list. Yeah. Space pollution, <laughs> among everything else. Yeah, right. well then humans are the space pollution though, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. But, uh, it's, it's quite a scary thought that we've not even really gone anywhere but we've already nearly well did you hear all. the new is it recently or has it only been broadcast recently I don't know with the um, what's it called it's Saturn it's the oh the name of it's gone it's the spacecraft that w- went as far as Pluto but on its way back it got like it died in Saturn and it descended and you could it's, hear it dying it's, it's not the one um Oh, I might be thinking of something else. Uh, it's not the one with the, the record on it that's made of gold. And it's got like a, a drawing of what we look like. No, that's still going, isn't it? Yeah, which that's, is also... That's like a time capsule, yeah? Yeah, yeah, but like, I think Stephen Hawking was talking about how dangerous that possibly could be as well. Why is that? Because we've got valuable materials on there, like gold and stuff like that. If like alien life is out there and they're intelligent enough to be exploring the universe, a good reason for them to be doing that is because they've used up all the resources of their home planet uh-huh. so if they encounter these materials they're going to be like oh this is valuable to us and we've uh, basically I think on there is a some kind of instruction indicating where it came from um, they, they've, I don't know how they'd map out the universe or whatever but they, I remember they, there is some kind of map on there I think it shows our solar system basically it's telling them where we are. So if they see it, they want that material. They know exactly where it's they're like coming. Like every it. plot to a sci-fi movie. Yeah, essentially. <gasps> and it could be real. Yeah. Um, Cassini was the spacecraft I'm talking oh, about. Poor Cassini, thing. Yeah, it is. It was. Yeah, I have uh, physical attachments to inanimate objects sometimes, and this is one of the things. Cassini was supposed to go to Pluto, mm. but on its way, it near to one of Jupiter's moons, Europa. So it diverted there, but then obviously it used half of its power. Doing it, so yeah. then it did a death plunge to Saturn. A death plunge. A death plunge. Bloody hell. And that was, or a, yeah, and it was broadcast, and it was like a really sad thing. It been, it was set off in like 1998. So yeah. the, one team called the, obviously the Cassini team was working it for that long. Mm. It was the Mars rover that died recently as well, wasn't there? Why do we say the word died? It's so sad. <laughs> Who care about these things? Don't we? <laughs> I think it was like Wally, wasn't it? Do you remember Wally? The yeah, of course, thing. I remember Wally. One of the yeah. favorite best ones. It died. Don't, don't know about that. Don't even start on this <laughs> shit. Anyway, let's go back to conspiracies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're diverting. So, with these conspiracies, people have obviously found evidence that was false. And can you name some of these evidence? Uh, yeah, there was um one of the. There's a couple. The big ones that come to mind are there was no stars in the images. Mm-hmm. It was just a black sky. Uh, there was when he's climbed. I don't know which asteroid it was. Sorry, but 
when he's climbing out of the um, buzz. I'm just gonna say lem. I can't. Lem, yeah. Can't Lunar module thing. eagle limb. <laughs> yeah. When he was climbing out of that thing, he's very well lit, considering that the uh, the sun is actually on the other side of the shuttle. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that would suggest that the shadow being cast. Um, all the light should be blocked and the photo should be much darker than it actually is. He's quite well lit considering he's in a shadow. Mm-hmm. And the last one I can think of is the um, the flag waving around the way it did. Like, if there's no air in space, how, how, how's that flapping about? Yeah. Um, also with the footprint. Do you know much about the f- footprint? I don't. Like, I'm not much of a... I'm not into like the ground that much. <laughs> not even the moon. No, no, no. I mean, I mean, in the sense of uh, like, so they believe that the the surface of the the moon shouldn't behave the way it did yeah. when uh, the astronauts' boot compressed onto it. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah. Well, then was there that much weight behind the boot to compress on it? Yeah, but you know, I'm not an expert in dirt. I don't know. It's not. Well, it's not dirt. It's lunar dirt. Yeah. So that's that's a cooler thing. Yeah. Um. Yes, and obviously the video footage. How did a video camera survive in space? Because surely the uh, the app, it was recorded on tape. Yeah. And how was that live broadcast tape? Yeah, again, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not an expert. I'm not a fucking expert, but I've, never, I've literally just thought about that in my head. How did tape broadcast? Somebody knows, so somebody can let us know. Um, but people believe that Stanley Kubrick was behind it. I'm saying them a lot. <laughs> and... The reason why they believe this mainly is, well, two reasons. So exactly a year before the moon landing, 2001 Space Odyssey came out. And it was the first of its kind. And mm. it looked very realistic. It had astronauts on it. And it was, everybody was excited because they knew, they knew about the Apollo missions. And when this film came out, everyone was, it was, it was, it was a massive hit. This is why Stanley Kubrick was as famous as he was because of this film. It is a really shit film, by the way. Have you watched it? I've not seen it. It's no. so fucking pretentious. <laughs> I'm speaking on behalf of someone else saying that. Then <laughs> I've seen like some clips of it. And I'm like, this is boring. I don't want to watch this. And they were there was a journalist, and his name was T. Murray, and he was obsessed with Stanley Kubrick, and and I, and I mean obsessed. Like I think Stanley Kubrick had a fucking warrant against him or something. <laughs> But he wanted Kubrick to say, because he was neither confirming or denying, that wasn't enough to say that he wasn't or was part of it. And this guy was, like, adamant that he's going to do it. And finally, when Stanley Kubrick was on his deathbed, he's, the journalist said that he said to him that, yes, I was behind the moon landing hoax. Maybe right. he said it to shut him up. Maybe he lied. We don't know. Might have been a sick gent, you know. Maybe. And this guy then made a documentary. And the documentary wasn't actually released until 2015, but it was made in 1999. And he speaks very adamantly that Stanley Kubrick directed this. He didn't want to direct it. Um, The CIA came to him and then they did it in the MGM studios. And the CIA CIA agents were dressed as the astronauts. And apparently there's loads of hidden things in... um, in movies that Stanley Kubrick did and on the actual space footage itself, moon landing footage itself of like props and just weird irrelevant things. But something that is interesting and conspiracy will love this, but I just think it's interesting is Stanley Kubrick was very big on symbolism. Okay. So have you watched the shining? I have. Yeah. So Not you, for a long time. But. You know, the, when Danny, is playing with all of his toys in the hotel. And I know that's a really shitty thing to point I'm out. Try- I'm trying to remember. 
So the carpet of the hotel has this weird hexagonal, is that a real word? Yeah, hexagonal. Hexagonal pattern. And this pattern replicates the launch pad. And how his toys are laid out is how they were actually laid out the day of the launch. People think that's a reference. Okay. Okay. To, to me, that doesn't mean anything. No. But people have compared it, and that's what... It, it seems just a very coincidental. That's what it looked like. So it's a very similar pattern. Well, what, what are these on the bottom? Sorry. This is like the layout of the launch pad or something. I okay. don't know. Okay. It's something that people have referenced yeah. and brought up to it. But I think something that, to me, would be perhaps evidence, or to a conspiracy, most definitely, there's a scene where Danny is wearing a jumper, and it says Apollo 11 on it. Yeah. And he walks to the corridor, walks to the room where the naked lady is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that scene. And the room is 237. Right. The only reason why this is, re- is relevant to it is in the book it's 217. Okay. But there's 237 miles between the Earth and the Moon. Okay. okay. So Danny represents Apollo 11 traveling 237 miles to the Moon. All right. So we're we're saying there there are direct connections between the film The Shining and the Moon landings. Yes. Am I getting that right? right. Yes. (laughs) But people believe that this is Kubrick's way of telling them that he was behind the hoax. I won't deny it's very creative. It is creative. It is very creative. But But he was a dick anyway. So, like, he hid loads of things to do with, you know, the the helicopter in the opening scene. Hmm. Apparently that was supposed to be in there and it wasn't just like a, that was their version of a drone, wasn't it? When they recorded on helicopters. And that was a reference to the military in Vietnam and shit, I don't know. But when Danny leaves the room, his jumper's all torn up and he won't tell his mum what he's done and he refuses to speak and apparently that's and more symbolism of him being ashamed of what he's done see yeah it, do, it does seem yeah it, yeah when you say it it does seem like they could be related in some way I think there's a lot of coincidence there but uh, definitely a lot of creativity if he meant it deliberately then I've got to admit that's pretty badass to like slide those things in there that's pretty cool but alternatively if it's just people coming up with Things in spite of uh, like just coincidences, so that's I think it's pretty creative still and fun. Just creative and fun, yeah. yeah There's no actual fun. evidence there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that it is. Oh yeah, I don't think you can, I don't think you can base it on anything. It's more to do with science. This one, but yeah. Yeah. Well, what do you think the moon is then? If we're talking about that, this is this is another conspiracy. What do I actually think the moon's physically made of? Yes. Well, when Cheese. I was yeah, oh, I'm not even kidding. When I was younger, I uh, I wrote a little poem about. Uh, how one night I saw the moon and it was in the shape of a cheese wedge. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't you know actually I saw the moon. The it, yeah, the, the thing is, it's very bizarre actually. I, I vividly remember this uh, this night where I looked at the moon. I must have been dreaming or something. I looked at the moon and it looked like a cheese wedge. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is the thing. Yeah, it was. Uh, it seemed real. Do you, do you ever like think back and you think oh, that that's absolutely ridiculous? How could I ever think that? Yeah. And but it seemed real. Uh, and I remember I wrote a poem but I must have been like year I, I was in like year four or whatever so what I was, I was coming up to ten I was about ten years old and I wrote a poem about it but I vividly remember it even today I vividly remember the sh- the, 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 the moon looking like a wedge of cheese um, but yeah hey, it's not it's not made of cheese <laughs> <laughs> it's 
sandwich. Yeah. Just for yeah. Um, you. I don't, no, I think it's just um, a rock. It's, it's literally just a rock. It's a collection of uh, asteroids. Uh, if you re- if you really want to go back, um, yeah, really go back. Uh, what the moon potentially was was uh, so before even the Earth, there would have been planets being created these these would have been orbiting and um essentially like matter and stuff all coming together to form a planet there would have been two of these and they would have collided uh i, th- I might be butchering this but this is what i remember re- like hearing about or reading upon i don't know i don't really read so i'm lying about that part <laughs> <laughs> uh but anyway the these two planets that were in development essentially collided or they might have already been developed actually but anyway they collided uh, and then eventually that formed into what we know as the Earth today, and what was left. So any like material that broke off, uh, essentially because there was so much mass there, it developed gravity of its own, and that formed then into the Moon, which got caught within the Earth's orbit, and that's what we know as the Moon today. That's what I, that's what, what I've heard anyway. And to be honest, that makes sense to me. And that's what I believe. Some people don't believe that the Moon is real. Well, they think it's just a hologram. Yeah, exactly that. A, a literal hol- hologram. Yeah, that's mad. So. I mean, this isn't written down for me to talk about, but, you know, <laughs> it's fine. Um, yeah, so there was, I watched a interview on this morning, which I know that a lot of my listeners are Danish, Canadian and American. So this morning is basically a chat magazine show and it's usually very shit. And they had a guy speaking about the moon landing and this guy was so passionate that the moon was fake, that the moon was mm. not real. He said it's a luminescent. He doesn't know exactly what it was, but he knows it's a luminescent. And he did bring up something that made me think, ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to sound like a crazy fool now. Um, but the moon is so far away, it's 237 miles away. How the fuck can a camera see everything on the moon? What do you mean? What do you mean? Can, like, can a camera see? So you can you you can buy a camera, like a very decent camera, let's say for under a thousand pound, and you can use that camera to zoom in on the moon and see every fucking crater on that moon and every pothole and everything. Yeah. How the how is that possible? To me, that's just my small mind not c- comprehending technology in that way. I just think can, it's very can weird. You do that? I've, I've never I've never tried. Yeah, I've never you tried. Can. Getting a camera and yeah. actually looking at the moon. Yeah, I'm going to show you an image now. Well, you, what you got to bear in mind as well is the moon's massive. The moon is massive, but it's still 237 miles away. Yeah, that means it, that huge. I should be able We're to not... take a photo of yeah, well, yeah. France. <laughs> no, 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 no. But this thing, yeah, but the Earth has curvature, right? So you can't, you can't see France. From <laughs> well, obviously. Yeah. The moon is like, it's not directly above us, but it's above us. It's, it's in the sky, essentially, right? And this thing, it's huge. And these craters and stuff on there, they're also probably huge. These craters are created from asteroids bombarding the moon, which I'm pretty sure is what has happened. The moon has been literally like hammered to hell by asteroids. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where you can see these these craters and stuff. It's not like, yeah. So what what was this photo taken with? I don't it was know. probably taken with like the sickest camera in the West. Like, in the West. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Django. <laughs> I don't know, like that. <laughs> yeah, but. These these craters are huge, and that that's huge, and the mo- the majority of the moon is in your like pers- you can see it. You can't you don't like like you mentioned France or whatever or something else that's far away. You can't you can't see it. I don't really know where I'm getting this. I've just got a really small <laughs> mind. It's all that's all. But it kind of goes into another theory that maybe I'll speak about another day. 
is people believe that it's just a projection, a luminescent, because we're in the Matrix. And people have evidence that they've got pictures of the moon and the moon vanishes and it's there, then it flickers. What would be its, what would be its purpose then? What? Well, if, if that was the case, why would we have the moon? So symbolises bedtime. Symbolises bedtime. <laughs> then why, why, do, why have we got nocturnal animals? What, what was the point then? Do you get what I'm getting at? Yeah, no, I yeah, get what you're I'm not that. trying to like, shoot you down. No, Never no, no. I'm shooting you down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, see you later. You're not on the show again. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, I, I don't know. It just seems like you could go really in depth, like they created the moon just so tides make sense and stuff like that. But why go into that much detail? You know what I mean? Like why, why put that much detail into something to make, for it to just be a fabrication? There's, there's, no, there's no point to it. it. just It's so much easier to just say, there's a moon. That's what it is. It's there. And some people don't like that. Some people want a harder answer. But Why do you think it was such a big thing for us to go to the moon? Like, even now, like, they're planning on females going to the moon. Like, Be- why? Because we, we want to explore. I think it's within human nature that we want to explore things. Like, we've been doing it for years. Like, we've, uh, we've sailed across seas to find new countries, new continents, all sorts of stuff. Uh, it's within human nature to explore and push our boundaries to new... Well, just expand ourselves essentially and we've done everything we can on earth in terms of exploration well to what we know anyway maybe there are things that we haven't discovered we don't know a lot about the bottom of the ocean for example that terrifies me yeah nice. No, I scary, think I'm it? more I'd be more happy to go in space than to the bottom of the ocean yeah but it's quite scary as well to think that we I think it's actually easier for us to go into space than it is to get to the bottom of the ocean because the amount of pressure down there is insane it'll just destroy whatever you want I, I think I th- where is it? Is it? I can't. I'll butcher the name of it. Mariana's Trench, or whatever. I don't think we've ever like gone. Marina Trench. Marina Trench. Yeah. yeah. I don't think we've ever got to the bottom of that. I might be wrong on that. Maybe we have got. A to watch the has. A watch. Oh yeah, I remember reading about this. Omega made a watch. And what? Set it down there. Yeah. Because they're not put a camera on there or something. I think they did. Oh, maybe there we go. There maybe we have been to the bottom. But yeah, it's crazy to think like what what might be down there. But uh, we did because James Cameron went down there. I just remembered it. James Cameron went to the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. The the. The director. The director. <laughs> what was he doing down there? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Research, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Just decided to go to the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, it was like a, it was pretty old now. How did you know about this? No, I didn't know. Jeff this Cameron. is like I think it was like 2012. He had this like weird little pod and went to the bottom of the ocean with it. Fair enough. Fair play to him. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, oh, you, you were on about exploring anyway. But yeah, it, we 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 want to explore and. I think space is the next step, and getting to the moon was the first step. And like, what, what, was, what was he say? Neil Armstrong said it, didn't he? One small step for man, one giant leap for yeah. mankind. You see, I watched a video um, when I was doing a bit of research on this before I came here. I was watching a video, and one guy it kept annoying me. One guy kept saying, um, "One, one small step for man, one." Huge step for mankind. I was thinking, I'm sure that's not the quote. That's the wrong. He kept saying, yeah. "It's leap, isn't it?" It's yeah, leap, well, not giant step. leap for mankind. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he kept saying that, and that was winding me up. I didn't know. <laughs> maybe it's because we were on about the Mandela effect as well at one point. I was like, yeah. maybe is it the Mandela effect? But then I was like, I'm sure it's leap, and I'm sure I remember it as leap. And yeah, so that was winding me up. Yeah, that, that dude that was, was wrong. Like, yeah, that was a little pet peeve. <laughs> but yeah, we, we like to explore, and I think send it. We, like you, a woman's never been to the moon, has she? Not yet. And um, people want to. People want to do it. People want to send women there. So, so they've done it. Like, so they've done it. I reckon China is on the moon already. Fucking China. They were already in the space race, but they were already actively using space exploration. Mm. You know, they're already got a community up there. Yeah. I wonder if there's any like minerals and stuff on the moon. 
like you know like gold yeah gold diamonds stuff like that well start mining the moon yeah i think that'll be the next step has anyone has anyone looked into that is is there anything of value on the moon or at least under the surface of the moon it's interesting isn't it i've only just thought about that now when you said moving china there i don't don't know why that (laughs) 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 i'm literally moving china there Oh, China God. went there. <laughs> They've just got a massive load when you look in the sky. You ever seen the film Hancock? They do that in Hancock, don't they? It puts, yeah. it puts a heart on the moon. Um, have, you've been to the Space Center, haven't you? The Kennedy Space Center. Yeah, yeah, do you remember touching the moon? They had, a, they had a rock and it was teeny tiny. It was like smaller than a two pence. Yeah. And you could touch it and it no, was ice cold. No, I don't cold. remember that. It was ice cold. It was ice cold. Yeah, it probably had an air con on it. Like, no, it was just there. It was ice cold, actually. It just should just be room temperature. Well, maybe it's the type of rock it's made out of. It's not from Earth, is it? Yeah, so. but rock is its just rock. It doesn't generate or lose well, it's heat. space rock. You don't know this. It doesn't have magical <laughs> properties. <laughs> Do you think it was a hoax? Um, Do you think it was a conspiracy? Like, what, what's your opinion on it before I debunk these theories? I personally... Uh, do not. I don't think it was a hoax. Um, I think we did really go to the moon. If there was anything, I think it's possible the footage was faked because mm. I'm not. I'm not a cameraman, and I don't really know the te- like. I don't know the technology that well. Uh, maybe it was possible to live broadcast at that time. Maybe it is possible that film could survive the radiation of space because uh, that's something I don't know a lot about. Like. From things I've heard, the radiation should just destroy the the film, essentially. Um, why it didn't, I don't know. Maybe maybe it isn't as powerful as people make out it is, and it would destroy it. Uh, but I can't answer that. So, if anything, I think we did go to the moon, but it's possible the footage was faked um, in order to just prove prove that we did and we needed something to show because word of mouth wasn't good enough at that point because it's such a massive undertaking and an achievement to do just saying you did it especially when you're in a competition against like russia who are also trying to do it um you need that proof so it wouldn't surprise me if they did fake the footage but they actually went but i, I don't know for all i know we did go we did go yeah i believe that we did go because i'm very fascinated by it and unlike all the history around it but then there's there's this questions and you're like but how which you've covered but also if they were losing to the russians they may have just thought let's just fucking fake it Mm. Uh, yeah but i feel like if we did uh the russians would be all over that they'd have blown it wide open by now they probably Uh, started the conspiracy conspiracy to be honest yeah but also as you mentioned there's people brought in off the street on this yeah Uh, so there's thousands of people involved there'd be people to keep that many people quiet about it just feels it doesn't feel possible that feels more of a task than going to the moon itself I yeah think. yeah I've because been, people yeah. are more unpredictable than science itself yeah you know there was I mean? four thousand people behind the moon landing and keeping all of those people quiet yeah, yeah. that's a lot that's a lot of money to pay out or a lot of knees to break yeah some of the <laughs> you didn't laugh at that <laughs> like, right, yeah whatever <laughs> it was a little harsh with it to be honest <laughs> So the evidence of the, uh, the the conspiracy that we mentioned earlier, for those people still believing that it's not real, here's a little bit of science for you. And Pierce is going to help me out with this. I'll try, I'll try. So when Pierce was mentioning about Buzz Lightyear, <laughs> do you reckon that's why he's called Buzz Lightyear? Because he's like the sidekick and he's Buzz. He's not, he's maybe, not really, maybe he? because he's Buzz Aldrin. Oh, was, oh, yeah, oh, that's what you're getting. Sorry, my bad. That's me being a bit dense, yeah. 
Yeah, probably actually. That's probably where Buzz likely came from. Yeah, because yeah, cause he's like he's not Woody. He's not Neil. Yeah. Hmm. And he has a, he has a little slogan, doesn't he? Like um, one step for man. Buzz Lightyear to the rescue. No, he has in Two Infinity and Beyond. Two Infinity. Oh, it's kind of the same, doesn't it? Rings in the same way. We've cracked it, and we're so on brand because Toy Story Four. Yeah. So this is the picture of Buzz, which you've seen. Yeah. Yeah. He's in the shadow. This will be on Instagram. He's in the shadow, but he's very well lit up. And because you've obviously done the research with it, for everybody else, the moon, the the surface of the moon, because it's been like you said, battered by meteors and comets for god knows how many years billions of years um it's obviously got a lot of debris left from it and it's, it's like crystallized dust essentially. yeah the technical term is regolith mm-hmm. yes and it shines like shattered glass so it's very good at reflecting yeah the the actual effect is called opposition opposition surge so basically it can reflect up to like 10 percent of a natural light source's uh, intensity uh, so it wouldn't shine quite like the sun, but it would essentially reflect some light of its own and um, create almost like yeah its own light source in some aspect. Yeah, as well as that, because it's so kind of direct where Buzz is, Neil took the photo, and Neil's uniform was made out of white nylon. Yeah, so that would also, naturally be reflective as well. Yeah, that's why he's lit up. And in terms of stars, do you know why there's no stars in the sky? Yeah, um, unless you want to answer it. No, you can do it. Okay. You're the uh, guest. <laughs> basically, uh, they. Ha- I think, I'm not a cameraman, but they, they, they have to reduce the exposure of the camera. Yeah. Because basically, if you try taking a photo of the sun anyway, it's, it's, it's blinding. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially up there with, like, if you try and look at the sky in the middle of the day, you can't see any stars. It's, it's light you can't you can't see anything and that's essentially what they had up there because the sun uh, there's not even an atmosphere up there uh, the sun would have been so bright uh, they had to reduce the exposure on the cameras uh, in order to make it seem more natural so mm-hmm. you, you could actually see things and they wouldn't just be completely washed out with light and as a result uh, you can't see the stars because they're they're dimmed essentially because of the exposure being reduced so that's yeah. that's the scientific explanation but same reason why when you take a photo of the night sky you can't see any of the stars like on your phone like you can't I did not know that what even with a modern camera yeah like if you get like a legit DLSL or whatever it's called you can do it oh. but with like your iPhone you can't do it it doesn't pick it up it doesn't pick up stars Mm-mm. I did not know that that's cool try it try it tonight the flag now, there's two theories on why the flag is moving. Is it? Yes. Well, which one do you know of? I only know, um, basically, if you look at the footage, you can see that it's already sticking out. So that indicates that there is actually some kind of metal rod across the top of the flag. Now, that makes sense because in, in space, the flag's just going to, it's just going to droop. Like, mm-hmm. it's not, there's no air out there for, for it to blow around. So they're going to stick in a metal rod in it for it to stick out so you can actually see the flag. When I don't know which one it is, but one of them's like pulling at it and setting it up. Uh, when he's doing that, basically he's causing the flag to move, and as a result, because there's no um, there's no particles in space, there's nothing to cause any kind of resistance, uh, essentially to slow the flag down. So it's just going to continue to move. It's going to follow. Yeah, it's going to follow the movements that uh, whichever astronaut astronaut it was moving it. It's just going to follow that movement. Uh, and it's, yeah, essentially it'll just keep doing that because there's no resistance to slow it down there might be some dust particles that have been kicked up that maybe after a long time could cause something to happen but yeah, yeah. 
But also hitting it down, hitting the aluminium pole down. Mm. But because it was hollow, they had like a steel rod, but it couldn't fit all the way through. So it started to wobble, which oh, right. caused everything to vibrate. Yeah, so there yeah, was more yeah. reasons why. And then with the footprint, and this coincides with the lunar module. So in uh, there was no dust surround where where they landed because mm. they blew it all away. So why? So there was no impression of the lunar module. Yeah. But this impacted all the dust. It kind of burnt it to it. Mm-hmm. That's why when he stepped on it, it's lasted there and that's preserved up there now. So it's that's why other Apollo mission. Well, maybe not now. We've been there for almost thirty something years. Yeah. But they were taking photos of it. Was it was preserved? Yeah. Yeah. That's also, we don't that. really know. You don't really know what the moon feels like. You know what I mean? It could be like walking on talcum powder. Yeah. Ugh, can you imagine? Yeah. I got my references from Navida video referencing. What did you? Uh, is that what you did? Hey, that was. Um, that's where the guy kept saying the quote wrong. Nvidia, they tried to prove it wrong, didn't they? Yeah. So. Yeah, they created a simulation. Yeah. Uh, it was quite a cool video. But yeah, he, it wound me up because he kept getting it wrong. He kept saying one step for man, one giant step for mankind. I was like, yeah. I'm sure that's wrong. Yeah. yeah. And I referenced what he says when it made out of a coke can. What was made out of coke can? The, mo- the lunar module. What in their footage? No. So Navida, I don't, ten- I don't fully know who they are, but they recreated a simulation of basically proving that it was real by creating a fake simulation. Right. This is how they. Yeah, it looks almost identical. You can watch the video on YouTube. It's about six minutes long. It talks. It basically debunks conspiracies. Mm. But our podcast is more interesting than that video. <laughs> so the kind of the questions that for me this is how i think that it couldn't be real is how the fuck did they do it i've been to the national the kennedy space center and their computers were cardboard boxes with buttons on it's, it's pretty just uh, surreal to think about to be honest um, it is and the lunar module itself was made out of aluminium tape and cloth right. referencing the guy from navida it was a flying coke can oh okay right. yeah and they weren't confident with what they built so the President Nixon, lots of people thought Kennedy was alive when this happened. It's another Mandela effect, but it wasn't. It was Nixon. Um, and actually, this was after the Watergate scandal as well, so people really didn't like him, but this <laughs> made them like him more. He was the first ever person to call the moon. So he called the, the men on the moon. He called Buzz Armstrong and Neil Am- <laughs> Buzz Aldrin and Neil Armstrong. And he's quote, and he said, and I quote, what you have done, you've brought heavens um, into a man's world. And they were, at this point, the most famous men in history. He was also very prepared for his next phone call to announce that they, their wives were widows. So they weren't intending on, on them ever coming back. Wow. They thought that what they'd built was a one-time use thing and they couldn't... Did they up. know that on the way you caught that guy? I don't think so. So there was a problem, it's called the 1202 problem, and it was kind of a conspiracy itself. And basically... The code that was the the code. Oh, it's another fucking thing. So that a guy got denied a job at a like glasses company, and when he walked by, he saw hiring today, and he had no experience in computer or coding, and they hired him a job, and he wired the mod the lunar module code, and he wired he made it out of string. How the fuck does a computer work from string? <laughs> I I can't comprehend that shit. Yeah. And he had to type out each and every. Um, code meaning whatever and a very famous one is called the 1202 code which um, it technically maybe saved their lives so 1202 was the tracking system 
and Buzz was up there because he was the commander of the lunar module. Uh, Neil was commander of the Ego, he was the lunar module. And he was scared that he wouldn't be able to get back up to Michael Collins, so he left the, the tracker on and he shouldn't have. Hmm. That essentially saved them. Right, okay. So because, it, was, it was a fluke in sense. Yeah, because yeah. the only way that they could go back up was because it was tracking. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, I always like to finish it off on a bit of a high. Since the moon landing, 12 men in total have walked on the moon. The last one was on the Apollo 17 mission in 1972, and it stopped due to a lack of funding from NASA. And in recent years, they aim for 2020 that there's going to be a start of some new missions called the Artemis missions will, that will put the first female on the moon. Mm. Can, you, can you imagine how scary it is being on the moon, though? Like, just standing there and looking back and just seeing the Earth. Like, you've seen the photos where they've, that they've took of the Earth. It must be, like, absolutely terrifying. To actually put it into perspective how far away from home you physically are. Like, talk about homesick, you know what I mean? Like, I know, I know. It must be... At least you can see it, though. Yeah, but you must feel, like... How insignificant must you feel when it, you stood there, you know what I mean? It might be a really good feeling, though, because... Yeah, I can't, imagine, might, I can't imagine. It'll be like, awe-inspiring, you know what I mean? Not but, even that, just... But maybe at that moment that you think that we are actually all the same. So we're mm. from the UK and, you know, we're British, we love chips and whatever, and then the Americans and whatever. But when you're on the moon and you're looking down, you're going, that's just one place. It doesn't matter, yeah. It doesn't, doesn't matter. It's just one out of an infinite number of... Yeah, Whatever. and it's in just... that moment, everybody's in that moment all together and you're just from the same place and that must be surreal as hell thinking, I'm from that place mm-hmm. and you're not pointing at a flag, you're pointing yeah. at the planet. Yeah, absolutely mad. Yeah. Damn. So, that's today's episode. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you've liked it. I hope you've liked Pierce. Yeah, I don't know how I did. Maybe went off a bit too much, but you know. No, it's been on. good. As always, <laughs> as always, leave us a rate. It really helps us out. We'll leave relevant images on our Instagram at this bizarre world. And I'll catch you next week. Peace out. Bye. <laughs>